So there's a story out there. This is kind of interesting. And in some ways, it doesn't surprise me, but it does concern me. And I think that's sort of the take that a lot of people are having here. Divorce, still a pretty common feature when it comes to marriage in Canada and North America. You know how it is. I, I, the old line used to be half of all marriages end in divorce. And I'm not sure if that stat still holds, but if you told me it did, I wouldn't be surprised. Might even be a little bit low. I don't know. I Maybe I'm just at that age now. Definitely a lot of people in, in my age category that are calling it quits. But uh, there's a, an interesting development, though, when it comes to the breakdown of Canadian marriages. It used to be almost like if you made it to a certain point in life, you were probably okay. Or maybe you just became willing to stay put. I don't know what it was. But you get to a certain age, and it was kind of like divorce wasn't something that happened all that commonly. But Canadians are getting divorced older and older every year. It's been ticking up steadily for quite some time now. So why? And what are the concerns around that? We're going to speak now with Dr. Gans Ferentz. Um, Dr. Ferentz has been on the show many, many times. Dr. Gans, as we call him. Uh, Gans, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate your time, as always. Hey, thanks for having me, Jay. Listen, this part of me thinks, okay, well, yeah, that makes sense. People, you know, we don't get married like we used to, right? We get mm-hmm. we get married older, so therefore, like, maybe there's just a shelf life on marriages, and if it starts at 30 instead of 20, you're going to last into your 60s instead of your 50s. I mean, do you think that's part of it? Is it that simple? Well, I, I don't know if there's a shelf life. But because, <laughs> um, you know, if you do all the right stuff, I mean, you got a better chance of things working out longer. But I think there are a couple other factors. So the, the shelf life thing sort of makes sense if you think about kids, right? So right. if you're getting married later and you're having kids later or kids are becoming independent later, then, you know, you do, there's kind of this, uh, I guess, structural reason to stay together, right? Um, and so if the kids are not as independent until later in life or you have them later in life, then, you know, you kind of keep going. Uh, but I do think something you said off the top was true, too. In older generations, uh, we didn't live as long. And I think we figured, you know, hey, you know, I've done it this far. I'll just we'll just run out the clock. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. We're, uh, we're the, you know. I guess the younger generation of old people, if that makes sense. <laughs> um, if these, the, the, the current generation, I think we're, there's just more freedom and more understanding that, you know, um, we all deserve to be happy. And if we're not happy, then we should do something about it and enjoy what time we have left. Um, you know, I was reading, doing a little bit of research on this before we, you know, came on. And the other part of it is that the, the population, the, the group, the cohort, of uh, folks getting divorced later in life right now are the baby boomers. Yes. And so these are the folks that have a lot more disposable income than, say, other generations in the past. And so that's another factor. It's like they can afford to do it, too, right? They don't have to, again, less structural reasons. Yeah to stay together and that's an important one right it's expensive it's and especially if you're if you're heading into retirement you're sort of you're on that fixed income if you have a lot more you know if you've got a lot more money available you can find your own place to live a lot easier those sorts of things where if you're trying to split up a marriage on a reduced income or you know a limited income it's not easy that that's a factor why a lot of people stay together it is and it's it's you know, it's a real, it's just real, right? So we have to look at the realist, the real reality of it. Um, and, uh, you know, it's not always ideal because if you're not happy, if you can figure out a way to stay together and, you know, kind of share the bills and do whatever, but in a peaceful way, that's good, right? I think the problem is when you feel, when people feel stuck and they can't get apart and then you get into places where there's like resentment and, you know, either passive aggressive behavior or even mm-hmm. abuse. 
can happen, which we don't, we definitely don't want any of that stuff. You mentioned, you know, just the way we look at it and we have, and people are a lot more, you know, invested in their own personal happiness. And if they're not happy, they're going to make changes to get happy. What about the fact that, you know, we're get, probably getting into a group of people where divorce has, it's not a, it doesn't have the stigma that it used to. Right. I think it has changed so much in the last, let's say, 50 years, where now it's just, you know, it, like I say, it's a feature of Canadian marriage now. We see it in half of them, so it's not that weird anymore, and people are probably more like, oh, I guess maybe it's just my turn now. Well, yeah, that's another part of it, right? And I think I think also, um, this, I guess, is a good sign. I think people have become more um, agreeable in their divorces over time as well. Right. Um, you know, if you're divorcing because there's just, you know, you can't stand each other and there's like anger or like a sudden abuse or anything like that, that's, that's a little different. But a lot of times, if you're just at that stage where, you know, uh, I don't know if either of us are happy anymore. Um, is this something we really want? Are we both committed to this? What should we do about it? And you kind of make, uh, a decision together that, you know, we've done it. We've done some time. We've had some kids. We've done spend some time together, maybe it's time to go our separate ways and give each other a chance to be happier in the future, right? Yeah. And so uh, a more agreeable divorce means that it's easier to do and that, you know, people can kind of step into that and go on with their lives in a positive way. When we talk about the financial piece, um, and, you know, it's it's easier, there's less barriers like we've talked about, but, uh, you know, I was doing some research too and did some reading, and they are talking about the fact that, you know, just like, you know, during working time, you know, for younger Canadians, we've got we've got the the, the pay gap, right? Women just don't yeah. earn as much. Same thing in retirement. They don't have the same financial resources as men. It's harder on seniors, women, that get divorced yeah. than it is on men. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, it, it's unfortunate we still have that, 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 uh, wage gap and, you know, just sort of a quality of life gap, I think, uh, between men and women. And so it is, it's much harder for women financially. Um, the same, you know, some of the other stats though are that men have a harder time being alone than women do. Women do it much better. Yeah. <laughs> right. Than men, especially in old age. Right. Um, so, so that's the other thing to consider too. You know, the, the, the best advice I would give to people is to, you know, invest in your relationship always, all along the way, because that gives you a better chance of being happy. It gives you a better chance of, um, quality of life later in life. Um, and then you don't have to worry about this stuff. But if you are actually splitting up, then, then think about some of these factors, like, you know, the loneliness factor, the financial sure. factor. What are some things we're going to do to mitigate those things as we separate? Um, if we can do it agreeably and if we can't do it agreeably, we, we definitely have to take responsibility for, you know, how do we, how do we set ourselves up for a happy life as we go forward? I mean, I, I know it's, it's too, um, you know, simplistic to just say there's a one size fits all answer when you go see uh, Dr. Gans and you ask about, you know, maybe ending your marriage. But is, has it changed? Is it sort of, was, was there a time when it was kind of like, oh no, you got to try and stick this out? You know, you got to try and see if you can make this work. Is it now sort of like, well, if you're not happy, let's figure out an exit. I mean, how much has the thinking around this changed? Well, yeah, that's a good question. Um, so I, I think it's different for different therapists generally, but. I, I think the idea is that everybody has the right to be happy. Some people are happier together. Some people are happier alone or outside of that current relationship. Um, you know, when I work with folks, myself and my, my team, when we work with folks, we tell them, look, you know, if you're coming for marriage therapist, ther therapy, 
uh, or relationship therapy, we can work on it. But we're we're not. Our goal is not to keep you together or or make you split up or help you to split up. Our goal is to help you to be happy and help you to be conscious of what's going on. So we work with them. We talk to them about, you know, here are the things that go into a good relationship. Here are some communication skills that everybody needs to work on. Here are some ideas and philosophies you need to think about in terms of how you go forward and trying to help you understand yourself, but then also understand your partner. And when you do that, then you can actually look at, each other and hopefully develop the uh, communication skills to say, okay, here's what I need. What do you need? Okay, here's what you need. Okay, let's look at how we can, when now we have all our cards on the table, what kind of overlap is there? Uh, what can I do or am I willing to do to help meet your needs? What are you willing to do or can do to help meet, meet, meet my needs? And is this something we're both committed to working on? If we are, then let's continue to get the help and work on that. If we're not, then let's get the help to be able to separate in an amicable way and do what's best for us and any children or other kind of um, innocent bystanders that may be around. It's a pretty uh, pretty rational approach. Makes a lot of sense, Dr. Gans. <laughs> <laughs> well, I try. What can I say? <laughs> Thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate you joining us.